Welcome to the Natural Hair Education Podcast, where we empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. I am your host, Corinthian Carruthers II, and thank you for listening. I am a licensed beauty educator, licensed cosmetologist, and natural hair culturist. I am co-owner of Creative Hair School of Cosmetology and creator of Natural Hair Education, where I guide, teach, and coach beauty school students and professional stylists on their path towards mastering and increasing their value and income in natural hair care and braiding. On this platform, we will discuss real hair stories, break myths, and grow in self-love. Hey everyone, on today's episode, we're going to discuss best hair care practices for loose naturals while your hair care professionals are on a beauty break. And that beauty break can mean that they're out on vacation, they're taking some personal time, or they're just not available to service you and your needs at this time. Let's start by discussing what you should know about your hair. And a lot of times we rely on our stylist to give us that information or we don't even care to know about our hair. Some of us go to the beauty salon, we do not ask questions. Um, we just trust our stylist to the extent where we, we put our whole care into their hands and that's what they are there for. However, when they're not available, it is very important that you understand the basic principles and how to manage your hair so that it stays in a healthy, strong condition. So before we get into some basic hair care practices, I wanna talk to you about the things that you must know about your hair. So I'm going to give you a basic natural hair 101 class. And I'm going to discuss with you the five things you should know about your hair. The first thing that you should understand is your hair type. And you may ask, what is hair type? Hair type is either straight, wavy, curly, or coily. And you can identify your hair type just by looking at your hair. So you can identify just about anyone's hair type just by looking at their hair. The next thing to understand is your hair texture. So how do we identify and understand hair textures? Once you know what your hair type is, whether it's straight, wavy, curly, or coily, we can then go into identifying our hair textures. Now, majority of naturals that I know personally has either wavy, curly, or coily hair. And those curls or those coils can have different curl configurations. And that is how we identify hair texture. So hair texture is basically the curl configuration that your natural hair has. And there is a system that I like to refer clients to when they come see me or they have questions about their hair type. I know a lot of stylists that do not care to use hair typing systems, but to give my clients a better understanding of what their curl pattern may resemble or look like, I like to refer them to the Andre Walker system. Now, Andre Walker is the stylist of the Oprah Winfrey, and he has created this hair texture system so that people can be able to identify their own hair textures on their own. And so texture will either fall into the categories of the numbers two, three, and four. So I know you've known someone or you've heard before in the past, oh, my hair is 4C or my hair is 3B. There are these numbers in one being straight, two being wavy, three being curly, and four being coily. 
Once you understand what your hair type is, whether it's straight is number one, wavy is number two, curly is number three, and coily is number four. Once you know where your hair sits on the hair type, then you can go into identifying your texture. So let's say for example that you fall in a number three where it's curly. Now your curls are gonna have a degree or a curl configuration, a pattern of curls. Is that pattern, is it really, really curly? Is it extremely curly? Is it loosely curled? So that is how you get your A, B, or C. A being the lesser curl, with C being the tighter curl. Category four, the same thing. 4A is a, it's a um, coily pattern. And then 4C goes all the way to, it can be uh, extremely coily or even um, wiry. Some individuals use to describe their hair texture. So once we understand our hair type and our hair texture, the next thing to identify is the diameter or the density of our hair. And that basically refers to the thickness or the coarseness or fineness of our hair. And how to identify that is you want to take just your comb. I would say make like a little square within your hair, like a one inch square. And you pick up that hair and you feel it. Now, does that hair feel fine? Does it feel medium? Does it feel thick? Does it feel coarse? How does it feel? So when we're measuring the diameter of the hair, it's basically how many hairs per square inch. Now you are not gonna go and count all the strands within a square inch of your hair, but you can use your fingers, your touch, to give you a general feeling of, of the density of your hair. And you have to be aware too that throughout our whole head, the density may be a little different. So around the edges may be a little bit more fine than at the top of the crown of your head versus the nape of your head. So keep that in mind. Identifying your density will also help you determine how much product you, your hair can hold. Because if your hair is fine, you wanna stay away from heavy, heavy products or heavy creams that are gonna weigh the hair down. The next thing you want to know about your hair is porosity. And I know if you're natural, you've been natural for a while, you've heard of the word porosity. Porosity is your hair's ability to absorb moisture. So how to identify your hair porosity, you wanna take a hair strand of yours. And of course, when you comb or brush or do anything to your hair, you're gonna shed a little bit of hair, which is fine. You wanna take one of those hair strands, you wanna put it in a cup of water. Now, if the, if the hair strand sinks all the way down to the bottom of the water, then your hair has high porosity, meaning that it is hydrophilic. That is when water just saturates the hair instantly. This usually happens to people whose hair is overly processed by um, color or some type of chemical, but the hair strands are weakened. Now, if you put the hair strand in the water and it stays floating on top, then your porosity level is low, meaning your hair is resistant to water. And another term for that is hydrophobic, meaning that the hair is not too reluctant to absorb the water. And in both of these cases, this is very important because when you're applying any type of product, this is gonna give you a general idea of how your hair is going to absorb that product. Now, if you put that strand of, of hair in the water and it stays like right in the middle, then you have a normal porosity level, meaning that your hair is gonna absorb water at a, at a decent rate 
and products are not gonna dry out as quickly on your hair. The next thing we need to understand is our hair's elasticity. And basically, elasticity is the ability of the hair to expand and return to its natural state. So think of a rubber band. When you stretch out a, a rubber band, it goes back to its original size. If it does, it is a healthy rubber band. And the same thing with your hair. So if you were to take a, a, a strand of your hair and just stretch it out a little bit, if that hair breaks, then you need to have some concern about the health of your hair. Hair should have good elasticity, meaning it should stretch out and go back to its original state. So those are the five important things you should know about your hair that will help you understand um, how to style your hair, how to apply product, and how to keep your hair healthy. So let's get into some low manipulation styles that will be great for you while your beauty professional is on a beauty break. Now, if you're going to be at home styling your hair, my suggestion would be to not have to do your hair every single day. It is important that we give our hair a time to breathe, a time to do its own thing. So you don't wanna have too much manipulation with your hair. Here's what I suggest. I suggest basic, simple styles that are low maintenance, that will cause your hair to thicken up if it's fine. So here's what I suggest. I suggest styles that are low manipulation and styles that are going to um, not break your hair but cause your hair to just be in a relaxed state and to keep your hair healthy. The first style that I recommend is always two strand twists. Two strand twists are simple, um, they're easy to take care of and they're very healthy for the hair. You do not have to comb or manipulate your hair every single day with two strand twists. And two strand twists can be created just by taking two strands of hair and crossing them over each other. And you do that all the way down to the ends. Now what you use on two strand twists really is your preference, but I always suggest using a light oil, using a water bottle and like a light cream, a light cream to hold the twist in place. Another style that I recommend are comb coils or finger coils. A lot of people are um, pretty familiar with their naturally curly hair and if their hair can actually finger coil. And to do this, you do need a good product that will keep those curls in place, maybe a diffuser to keep those curls in place as well. But you take your finger or your comb and you just comb the hair almost in a spiral rotation. And you may have to do it section by section depending on how thick your hair is. The next style is cornrows. Now, not everyone is able to do their own braids or braid their own hair, but for those who are able to cornrow their hair or maybe even have someone to do it for them while their professional is on break, this is a good style to, um, that's very low maintenance. All you have to do is keep your scalp oiled and it's very beneficial for the health of your hair. However, you wanna be very, very intentional and conscious about not putting too much tension around the edges. Tension over a period of time can cause what we call tension alopecia. Be very careful about the tightness of the cornrows. Plaits are a good way as well to um, keep your hair healthy in this low maintenance. I know a lot of people that wear plaits under their wigs, um, which is fine. You wanna always um, do something to your hair where you don't have to always have your fingers or combs or brushes in your hair. You wanna give your hair time to grow. You wanna give your hair time to breathe and be natural. 
Afros and wash and goes are my next recommendations. Now wash and goes is um, very simple. It's just, it's, it, it is just what it says it is, a wash and go. So you shampoo your hair or co-wash your hair. And we'll get into that in a different episode. But you want to co-wash your hair and you want to apply some in curl enhancement or something that's going to make those curls pop a little bit more. You may want to diffuse it or sit under a cool dryer. And wash and go is just basically what it says. You get up and you go. Afro is very similar. However, speaking from my personal appearance, I cannot do a wash and go. It is not as simple as it sounds for me. I have to do a little bit more manipulation, smaller sections, apply lots of product in certain areas to have my hair look like it's a wash and go. So with an Afro, same thing. However, with an Afro, you may have to just pick your hair out. And how I achieve my afros is I either do what we call bantu knots, two strand twist and then wrap them up, or I will do a twist out style and then just pick out my roots to create the afro look. However, with the afro, you do have to do some type of protective styling at night just so that you can preserve that look and not have your afro look dry or flat. And the last one I recommend is pineapple styling, which is just a high ponytail for those longer naturals that have the ability to just put their hair up in a ponytail. These are just simple ways of keeping your hair healthy, um, low maintenance while your stylist is out and not available. Now, any of these styles that you do on yourself can last anywhere from one to three weeks at a time. But of course, that's all gonna depend on your hair type, your hair texture, the elasticity and the density and all those big terms that we went over previously. Here's my thing. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with your hair. If you're not acquainted with your hair and know your hair texture, it's going to take some time, but you cannot give up on yourself. And ladies, do not be afraid to wear your natural hair. A lot of us are not comfortable with our appearance with our natural hair, but you can learn to embrace that by accessorizing, lipstick, makeup, whatever it is you have to do, but get comfortable with wearing your hair texture. So I hope that you enjoyed these few tips that I was able to give you today. Five things you should know about your hair. Along with this, I am offering one-on-one consultations if you still have problems with understanding your hair type, your hair texture, density, and porosity and elasticity. I can assist you on that. You want to go to naturalhairedu.com and sign up for a 30-minute consultation where we together can determine your hair type, texture, density, porosity, elasticity, and best styling practices for your hair type and hair care regimens. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you would like to share your story or sign up for a natural hair one-on-one consultation, be sure to visit naturalhairedu.com. Until then, let's continue to empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. Thank you for listening.